welcome to the Extraction Royale podcast, the show where we give you our thoughts and feelings on all the latest shooters, looters, and battle royales popular today. I am Ender, and today I am without my co-host James, but this is not going to stop me from bringing you my thoughts and feelings on the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta. So let's go ahead and get right into the good things and also some of the bad things that I feel are happening in the current Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta. I'm recording this on 9:25, so we're almost done with the beta, and I'm going to give you I'm going to be clear with you here. I have not put in the most time in the game. I've probably got 10 to 15 hours in the game. I know people have a ton more time. Things are crazy. James and I are doing multiple podcasts. He's been out uh, getting married, so congratulations to him. I hope everything is wonderful, and um, the weather was great. I hope he had a great time out there. But let's get down to business. The first thing I want to talk about is the maps. That's really where these games struggle with when you first jump in to a match. But these maps have been very good, at least the ones that I've been able to play. They're visually stunning. The new lighting system that they're using and also the bright colors, Call of Duty maps, especially Modern Warfare, uh, the Modern Warfare 2019 and also Vanguard, Cold War. All of those were very bland games. They didn't have a lot of color. They didn't have a lot of pop in them. And that's kind of what we've expected from Call of Duty. But these maps are nothing like this. There's one, again, and I haven't played a lot, so I don't remember all the names of the maps, but one where you're in the streets of a market and you have greens and reds and yellows and they're bright and vibrant. They look amazing. They're also designed pretty much around your general multiplayer concept. There are wide maps with wide flanks that you can go ahead and take, normally three lanes with some cut-throughs. Overall, the maps play super well. The problem is, and we'll get into it, the TTKs being as fast as they are, and also the sound being as loud as it is, doesn't necessarily allow you to use these flanks in the way that you would want to. The other thing that I like in the game, I know some people haven't liked, but the new visual recoil feels good. We have a little bit too much muzzle, muzzle flash, and it's a little hard to track your enemy after you start shooting, but that's something that we can go ahead and fix. It's not a deal breaker to me, as it may be for some people. There's just some tuning that they need to do, and they've also, in their patch notes, they're going to address this, so they're going to increase the opacity of the smoke and the muzzle flash in order for you to be able to see through it a little bit better so you can track. But the gun movement in the game, most Call of Duties feel incredibly static. The guns don't move with the player and you're just kind of stuck there. Well, in this one, you can see it as you're coming around the corner. It's tilting. It's moving as you're running. The gun is bobbing in the right way. So it visually looks great. Now, this does give you more visual recoil, and for some, that might throw them off, but there isn't actually an increased recoil that I could feel in the game. There is a little bit of recoil. The current Call of Duties and Modern, Warfare's, uh, Modern Warfare, and especially in Warzone, there is no recoil on the guns. So everyone out there that's complaining about the recoil in this game, 
just has not played game with games with real gun recoil. Try playing Escape from Tarkov, try playing PUBG, and then come back to Modern Warfare, and you'll see that these guns have very, very little recoil, easy to control, almost to the point to where when I jumped back into Warzone after not playing for a while, I was compensating so much for recoil that I was shooting directly into the ground until I realized, oh, this is very subtle. I don't need to use that much recoil. Another one of the things that I do like is no more prone blocking. So if you are laying down on the ground, one of the things that always annoyed me is if you were close to an edge and you try to turn, your body would get stuck. They have removed that from the game. So now if you turn on, if you're turning while you're laying down and you're close to the wall, it'll just shift your body out and you'll continue to be able to turn. I know this is a small thing. But if anyone's ever tried to lay down as a sniper before on some of these larger maps, larger scale maps, and you hit the wall, you're just like, why can't this bump me out? So this is a really nice quality of life change that they made for snipers or anybody that in- involves likes to lay down. can really only think of a reason you would be doing it as sniping. But if you do end up doing a quick drop all the way down to prone, Hey, you're not going to get stuck by the wall. You'll actually be able to rotate. So those were some of the things that like, oh, and one more thing that I I didn't, I don't actually like it because I'm not a huge fan of third person games, but Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 now has a third person mode. One of the biggest things for this that I can think of is it is the skin seller mode for them. You're going to be able to look at those beautiful skins that you buy. And we all know at the end of the day, it's it's about making money. And they make money off of the skins that you're going to buy. And in this third-person mode, you'll actually be able to look at that. Now, the reason why I bring this up is one of my favorite things about Fortnite is that when I purchase a skin, I can see the skin and I can look at it. And it makes me want to buy more skins in the game. So by having this mode... You're going to essentially, in my opinion, see more skins being sold. And the guys that are playing this mode are coming from other games, most likely that are in third person. So your Fortnite players are going to be able to come over, get the feeling. Um, Your PUBG players, even though they do have a first person mode now, they had a third person mode. Um, Any of your Ghost Recon games. So you're going to get more players over. And again, I just feel like this is a skin seller mode and that's always good the more money they make that's what they're out to do uh i don't always think that the motivations are always in the right place for players but they did find a way to make probably sell some more skins in giving you that third person mode and it's not terrible they've got some fine tuning that they need to do for how the camera angles work on the corners you can tell that this is their first forte into the third person mode, but overall I was happy with it for what it was. It it doesn't feel like call of duty to me. Call of duty is a first person shooter. It's very fast. The third person mode makes the game feel a little bit slower in nature, but we'll see what they do with this. We'll see how they fine tune it since we are just in the beta. The other thing that I want to bring up is I do like the new weapon progression system. The way that you're going to level up your your weapons. I think the menus are janky, but 
not having to grind levels of your player, being able to just level up the guns to open up the different attachments and those attachments following that weapon class and across all the other weapon classes. Once you open it up, it's a really good thing, especially for people that are probably only just going to play Warzone. You don't have to grind as much in the multiplayer in order to unlock the weapons. Warzone, from what I hear and I've seen, no longer has the loadout system. So I don't know how big loadouts are going to be in that game, even though you can still buy them. But again, if you're grinding the weapons, you're grinding the attachments. I don't think you're going to have as long of a grind in this game. The weapons seem to level pretty fast. Okay. So now let's get into the dislikes. And unfortunately, there are a lot of them. And I, I'm hoping they can address a lot of these in the short period of time they have before this launches. Again, this is a beta. It's a large scale. So they're taking all this information in. But again, I am not always confident that the guys over at Infinity Ward or Call of Duty as a whole in, in Activision are really going to be listening to us when it comes to making the changes that the hardcore community of this game wants. A lot of these changes they made were to help the casual player, which I think is hurting the game overall. First thing, the footsteps and the audio in this game are way too loud and now i know i was also one that was saying oh they're too quiet they're too quiet in Warzone." so i think we just got overcompensation in this game of loudness of footsteps they even called it out in their dev notes saying the footsteps were very loud and they were adjusting the sound quality of them based off of when you're sprinting tax sprinting all of those different things so they have acknowledged that they are too loud and they have acknowledged that they are going to not necessarily turn down how loud they are, but they're going to adjust the distance at which you can hear them. So if someone is sprinting, you're not going to hear them 40 meters away. You know, you may only be able to hear them once they get to 10, 15 meters. The other thing is distinguishing the difference between your teammates footsteps and Enemy footsteps has been very hard. They are talking about ways of making it different there um, based off of some EQing that they're going to do. And your your teammates footsteps are going to be a lot quieter than the enemy footsteps. So you're not turning around. I find myself a lot of times just turning around and, oh, oh, it's an enemy or looking at my minimap is that or I'm sorry, a teammate and looking at my minimap and say, OK, my teammates there. That's what I'm hearing because they are undistinguishable. It's very hard to tell the difference. Now, again, footsteps probably should sound the same, but in a game that is so fast as this, it really makes it hard for you to know, and you end up, especially if you're playing Search and Destroy, Hardcore, or any modes where there's friendly fire, you're gonna be shooting your teammates. Like, that happens a lot in this game, more than any other game that I have played uh, in the first person shooter genre, I find myself shooting my teammates a whole lot. So outside of that, my next gripe on it is the TTK is just incredibly fast. I didn't think we could get any faster than Vanguard. And then this game came out and I'm just like, holy moly, 
I'm already dead. And now I don't know as the player base grows, because I know everyone's not playing the beta as the player base grows, maybe some of this will get lost, but when you have skill-based matchmaking and you're not really making your matchmaking based on the best pings people are going to get, I did notice myself getting into one match where my ping was right around six to 11. And then two matches later, I would be in something where it was an 80, 90, even a hundred because skill-based matchmaking isn't just putting me in the region where I can get the best ping. It's trying to match me with players that are equal in my ability. So that gets you really spread out and hosting all across the country rather than just hosting in your local area. Now, as the player base grows, maybe this will go away, but it definitely has led to some uh, desync issues, um, some shoot first, die first issues that you've seen in this game. And and I'm not just the only one calling this out. There's some top streamers that you can go watch where that is been happening as well. I know J God did mention this as well. And I'm very interested to see J God do some of his analysis on the TTKs of this game when it goes live. Cause again, they feel incredibly fast. I mean, dropped in a couple of bullets, but then two seconds later, you feel like you're tanking 45 bullets or the opponent is tanking 45 bullets and you might be in some desync issue or something going on there. So I don't know, but TTKs need to be lowered so you can actually have some nice gunfight situations. And it's not just a first scene, first die situation that we have in most of the Call of Duties that we played in the last couple of years. The other issue that we have really revolves around one, the two other issues that I brought up, one footstep noise and two, the TTKs with these two things combined. What you end up having in these games is you end up having players and, and the meta of the game becoming a more stand in one place and sound whore to figure out where somebody is because and and pre-aim the corner and pre-fire it when you hear them running around it. If you are rushing and I've been watching some of the top guys play this game, Iceman Isaacs, Dr. Disrespect. Um, I've been watching Scump. I've been watching Crim Six. Those guys play the game. Everyone in the lobby is in double digit deaths if they're rushing because what ends up happening is you have people that are standing still sound whoring and using the fast TTK to pre-fire the corners that they're coming around between scump and crim six. You got the two greatest call of duty players that have ever lived. And they're also complaining about this as well. I tried it out. I tried rushing. If I rushed, I was getting just waxed and I am not a great player, but I would consider myself to be on the above average scale normally can rush. And I normally go positive in my games. I don't have a lot of negative games in this game. If I was rushing, I was going negative with multi-digit deaths every single time. If I stayed in one spot or stayed in some of the key moments, it didn't key spots on the maps and didn't rush or mounted I know I hear everyone out there. Give me a hard time. Yes. Mounting corners. I'm able to get 
10, 15, 12 kills in the game and only have three to four deaths because I can just sound whore it. That's just the way the game is. Again, the patch notes have said that they recognize this, but I don't know if they're going to do anything about it because this helps your casual player that doesn't necessarily get into more difficult matches because of skill-based matchmaking. It's only the top percent that are all playing against each other. And that makes it really difficult to have fun in this game when you don't have a competitive setting. If this was, if this had a ranked mode, I wouldn't care as much, but since it doesn't have a ranked mode, I don't know why we're so worried about skill-based matchmaking. Yeah. Every once in a while, you're going to get a player that's much better than everyone else in the lobby. And he's going to wax the lobby, but that happens sometimes guys like scump, should not be struggling to get kills in the game. They should be waxing lobbies every once in a while. He's a pro. He's the best ever. Crim6, same way. They shouldn't be going. It shouldn't look like the Call of Duty League every time these guys get into a match. Skill-based matchmaking needs to go away. You need to prioritize your matchmaking based off of your ping, get you into the best lobby possible for the best connection, and throw away the skill-based matchmaking. That's my rant on that. And we'll go ahead and move on. The next thing that I really, really don't like is the minimap. The minimap in this game is terrible. So normally, your minimap will show the position of players when they fire their weapon, not just when a UAV is active. In this current game, the only time you will see players' dots is when a UAV is active. The reasoning behind that and what Infinity Ward is saying is they do not want to punish, punish players for firing their weapons. Okay, th think about that. They don't want to punish players for firing their weapons. So basically, in other games, you can get around this by putting a suppressor on the weapon and then you don't show up on the minimap. There's your solution. Now... Are there some downfalls and, and things to putting a suppressor on your weapon? Yeah. Uh, normally, there's some... There, you don't get all the perks of the gun, or there's some disadvantages to it. Uh, bullet velocity normally goes up, but aim down sights time is slower. So you have to compensate for that, but you don't show up on the map. Here, they're catering 100% towards casual players because they're just assuming guns don't make noise. So you wouldn't show up on the map. You wouldn't have this advanced map that we've been using forever in the game to show players when they shoot their weapon on the map. Now you can just shoot your weapon all you want, even if it's not suppressed and you're not going to show up on the map. They are saying they're going to be gathering more information on this, but I have no hopes that they're going to change this mechanic. And I think it basically destroys the mini map for players that have been playing this game for a long time and know how to utilize it correctly. I'm not saying everyone knows how to use their minimap correctly, but if you fire your weapon, it is loud, there is noise, and you should show up on your map. That's how this game should be, and that's how it's always been. You can get around that by using a suppressor, but Infinity War doesn't want that. They want everyone to be on a equal playing field so they can sell everyone more skins. The next thing I have on this is this has been 
the worst menu system of any Call of Duty game that I have ever played. I don't know why they changed the menu system so terribly. All they had to do in the menu system is allow you to remove your little green dots when you haven't inspected something and it would still be fine. But now you have to click through different things. There's some editable places. There's some non-editable places. Different buttons do different things. And it just, it's not intuitive at all. I had to sit there and play with the menus for like five or six minutes just to really understand how to move through the game. And even then I continued to make mistakes. I was like, oh no, this is X or that's A. Or did I just equip that? Did I mean to equip that? Now all of a sudden all my attachments are gone because I equipped a new base to the gun. It was really, really confusing. And they need to figure out a way to either streamline that process better in the menus or give you more clear instructions on the screen of what you're actually supposed to do. Along with not being able to understand things, the perk system, they made a change here that I don't think needed to be made. So the perk system, you used to be able to choose the perks that you want, and that was part of building your character. So if you wanted to be more stealthy, if you wanted to have uh, different uh, battle hardness and things like that, you could build out your own weapon. Or not your own weapon, but your own perk system. Now you choose from a specific set of perks that you have, and you can change them out. But rather than them just being like, active you get them at a timed interval in the game so every couple of minutes i don't know what it is you you gain a perk and kills can reduce that amount of time but it's very hard to understand how fast certain perks come in and how many kills you need in order to lower that it's just confusing and it was a change that didn't need to happen it just did not need to happen at all. So there you have it. Those are my feelings about the current Call of Duty Modern Warfare game. And overall, I think the game itself, and I am really hoping they were focusing mainly on Warzone because it visually looks great. The movement is okay, but they have to tune these things for it to be something that I'm honestly going to play a lot. I, I'm I'm at the point to where it's going to just be like Vanguard and Cold War for me. A way, or really just Vanguard, a way to level up in Cold War. Just to level up weapons so I can play Warzone. It's, it's not going to be... Well, hopefully Warzone is, is a great game and I want to play it. But as of right now, being a Call of Duty player going back to pretty much most, most Call of Duties in the last 10 years, this might be one that I'm just, I'm not, su I was so hyped and excited about it, and now I'm not. I'm really not. It might just be level the guns in order to play Warzone, and I don't know if we've just gotten away from multiplayer shooters because games like halo i love but halo just didn't have enough to keep me around and things like valorant are just way way too on the competitive side for me with shooters i like i like the call of duty game my arcade shooter 
that everyone can play, but if you're one of the better players, you feel like a god every once in a while in the game. And and I did like that. But in this one, I, I don't know. I'll, I, I know it's a beta. I know we have time. I know well, the things that they're talking about fixing could help, but the things they're talking about not fixing may make me stay away from the game and only use it as a leveling system for Warzone, just like a lot of their other games have become. Another topic I just wanted to bring out, um, Dead Silence is back in the game. Can they just get rid of this? Like, does it have to be a field upgrade? They they try to make it seem like it's this great, wonderful thing where you can sneak up and flank. It just makes the game super unpredictable. And, uh, oh, yeah, I, I forgot. The other thing that I, I didn't even get into, and I, I can't believe I almost forgot about this, the worst part of the game overall, and the one thing that I don't think we are going to get fixed is the spawns. The spawns suck again. And they keep using this team spawning system where you cannot predict where someone is going to go. So, for example, let's say you have a UAV up. The UAV is the only way you're going to be able to see dots on the map. Two of your teammates take out a couple of guys. You have a single guy and you're expecting to go into this fight as a one on one. Well, hold on. Don't hold on for a second. Team spawn, now it's a three-on-one and you get wiped. That's not how these games should ever work. There should be. Now, I know no one wants spawn camping, but you can flip the spawns. You, If you get too many players across the map, you can flip where you start spawning and you can get away from that. There's ways of doing it. Treyarch has been incredible about doing spawns. Infinity Ward has sucked. We have to get out of team spawning and multiplayer games. It's not the way the games are supposed to be. You should have a set of particular spawns where people are going to be, especially in objective-based games, so you can have predictable rotations in order to play that game. Yes, sometimes it gets campy. Yes, sometimes you have to flip the spawns. But these, it just feels like people are coming from every single angle. And what this also does is it gives you the opportunity to have multiple chain spawn deaths. So if I die and I spawn next to a player that dies, then I die again because I just spawned because I don't have any time to react because the TTK is way too freaking fast in this game. I die again. Then I spawn next to the player again. Die again. You don't go back to your base. You don't spawn back to where you're supposed to be. Have a second to move out. Yes, sometimes you can spawn all the way across the map and it leaves you open. You got to rush. That's part of the game. These team spawns, squad spawns, whatever you want to call them, have to go. If you're going to make a good multiplayer shooter, there's nothing else there. All right. That's my rant. Those are the things that I like and dislike about the game. Thank you again. My name's Ender. Please, if you like the content, subscribe to our podcast. Again, I'm not normally by myself. I normally have my co-host, James, but he wasn't here with me today. He's out getting married. Congratulations to him and his wife. Thank you for listening to the Extraction Royale podcast. Please, please subscribe and give us a review if you can. Peace. Have a good night.